With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, 
think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere, the vast and ever-expansive power of podcasting, the iHeart Podcast Network, available wherever you get your podcast. And we thank you for finding the podcast. We thank you for that. Appreciate it. This is the Saturday edition of the Fifth Hour, because eight days a week we do this show now. Four hours, not enough on the overnight and if you haven't figured out by now, this is a spinoff of the Ben Maller radio show. And I'm curious, is there anyone that listens to this that does not listen to the other show? I find that hard to believe, but maybe that's the case. Maybe there's some people that only listen to the Fifth Hour podcast because we can say naughty words. And we can't say naughty words on the radio. It's possible. Uh, joined yet again, right over there, David Gascon making his way into the studio. a pleasant return into the studio. It's always nice to do this when college football is going on. It's uh, much better for me, and uh, I know it's better for you. Would you be surprised if anyone does actually listen to the podcast and doesn't listen to your show? Uh, maybe your family. Like, other than that, that would be awkward, I would say, because if you download the show podcast, I think you get this whether you want it or not. I think it just feeds. It's on the same feed. Yeah, I, think I could the, change that, though, if you like. The, de- the despots uh, who run the podcast game, the, the dictatorship, yeah. strong arm this podcast into the Twitter feed, you know, not the Twitter feed, the podcast feed of the other one. Yeah, I, so. I, I definitely help with that, and so I could certainly remove it and test drive that out and see how many people actually listen to just the fifth hour as opposed to... Yeah, well, that would be great to see and do a test and then make people have to find the podcast, have to spontaneously find the podcast. I think it would be I think it'd be fascinating at least for a short period of time. I know the female listeners are more attracted to this portion of your content as opposed to the overnight show, but that's Well, why would that be, Gasco? Why why would that be? reasons when you're 6 foot 1 and 220 I, pounds and got a full head of hair and a great beard and awesome shoulders. Wow. I think there's a a ripe old reason why you'd come here as opposed to the Monday through Friday theatrics of overnight drunk radio. La di da. Don't you think? La di da. I don't know. Mister Elitist, right over there. Mister Name Dropper. Mister Pompous Ass. No, I am David Gascon. I'm just trying to get to the Pat O'Brien status, you know. West of the four hundred five. Oh, I love P.O.B. Man, that guy. That was so much fun. That- <laughs> Pat O'Brien was. I don't want to say he's my favorite because I don't want to offend Tony Bruno and Hacksaw and all the other great people we've had, Leo Terrell and all these other wonderful people. You could just say he's the but best, right? He is the welcoming committee. Yeah. He is the ranchero, Pat O'Brien, right? He is the greeter at Walmart. He shepherds in everyone. What a what a fun guy. I'm, I'm going to hang out with him. I, I was uh, talking to him after we did the podcast, and yeah. we were going to go out to some restaurant in Beverly Hills. See, the problem here, here's my problem. I have the diet. I have the palate of an eight-year-old. <laughs> Pat has a more advanced palate, so he is yes. going to want to go to some high-end yes. Beverly Hills restaurant. Yes, I don't want to do that. 
Well, you no, have I, to. I haven't been to the restaurants. In, I haven't been to Beverly Hills in a while, obviously, since the apocalypse. Are are the restaurants having the wealthy elite people oh, yeah. dining outside? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're doing all of it. Uh, Mastro's is there. Ocean Prime is there. I think Craig's is there in West Hollywood. There's a bunch of spots that are still open. They do the outside, outside dining. They do it like right where the uh, the parking meters are at for the diagonal spots. Yeah. They've been doing a lot like in El Segundo, Manhattan Beach, Hermosa, Redondo. They're doing it all up and down the coastline. So okay. you need to all make right. your way out. Make your way out west of the flow eh, five. You know, those are my people. I, I, I say adios to those people. I hang out with the working class. I like the people that have grit. They have dirt under their fingernails. Yeah, Those are my people. You have dirt under your fingernails. Yes, I do. I got to I got to carry home. you. I carry you morning, noon and night on right. these uh, podcasts. I do. <laughs> I got my lunch pail right here. I've got my my Spider-Man lunch pail. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you got to understand, Gascon, there's no there, there's no rest for the wicked. There is no rest for the wicked. I heard that somewhere back in the back in the day. I learned when I was a little kid from Mr. Miyagi. Wax on, wax off. Yeah. That's right. That was what he taught Daniel, the karate kid. I thought the most important thing with that conversation with Pat yesterday was the fact that he actually likes going into the radio studio, which is an immediate (laughs) for Ben Mallard being the fact. Well, I did. I did. Well, the funny thing is I I remember when I got the phone call from iHeartMedia and our boss uh, said, hey, Ben, you know, we're 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 having everybody uh, work from from home. You know, you're going to have to work from home. And I I was like, well, you know, I really like going to the radio. I I told him this. I said, you know, Scott, I said, uh, Scott Shapiro, I said, I like going to the radio station. I hope this is only temporary. Uh, And now I have become a big fan of working out of the the home studio and now I don't want to go back and so so now it's it's a weird it's a weird thing I got used to it see this is a problem I'm a creature of habit most people are creatures of habit yeah. I was very used to going into the radio station I had my routine my routine got screwed up because of the apocalypse everyone's life got turned upside down but now this is my new normal and I like my new normal I have a good setup it works for me it's nice I don't have to you know worry about uh, Caltrans closing the freeway or an accident or getting pulled over on the way to work or anything like that i'm good but this is this is what you've gone to in the past you always talk about it's not the it's not your final destination it's the journey like every day you drive into work there's a journey there's an accident no no but this is part of the journey i gotta literally walk from my bedroom down the hall and make a left turn into the studio it's not that easy guess i could trip over some laundry on the floor and i could injure myself Right? I mean, maybe I'll walk into the wall by mistake. or I mean, There's all kinds of calamities that could go wrong. I hope your show on Sunday night just is a disaster in terms of power and you have to drive into the studio. This is so dramatic wow. for you. You're, 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 you're naturally about, right? an introvert, so it's nice for you to like get outside a little bit, be an extrovert. No, I get out a little colleagues. bit. Nah, you know, nah, I step some trash in the studio. That's fine. You, uh, you don't want to make too much noise, guess gun, because I learned this from a hunter back in the day that the quacking duck gets shot. So you don't want to be the one quacking. You know what I'm saying? Oh boy, you're in sports talk radio. All you do is quack for four hours Monday through Friday. That's true. I blow a couple of blood vessels, have an aneurysm, have a coronary, and go home and call it a day. Now, have you jumped in on the parade of? of media personalities that have taken shots across the bow. I mean, last week, week and a half, we've had personalities from Fox, ESPN, and other platforms that have taken some 
some shots to the forehead uh, with people and their approaches, their professionalism. What are you tanks. getting at? Stop beating around the bush. No. Just say what you want to say. I, I, I say telling, it. I am telling you, there, there's people that are, are doing this. They're taking shots at everybody. So are you, are you one to, no. to take those shots? Because Pat says he's not active on, on Twitter. Twitter. No, because, he's not. He hasn't sent a tweet out since 2018. Yeah. And part of it's because things just get blown up. But yeah, I'm curious. If well, it's a weird that. ecosystem on Twitter, right? So I I have really rolled it back. I had, a, I had great advice from a buddy of mine in radio, and I think I've said it here on the air. But you know, we have more latitude on radio. Yeah, that is Casablanca compared to social media. Right. Social media is this matrix-like ecosystem. It's not real, but yet it can lead to real bad things happening. Yeah, it's like a cesspool so, for shit. Yeah, and part of it, my my theory on this is because it's the written word. The spoken word, while I love the spoken word, we've done this, I've done this my entire life, made money from the spoken word. Yeah. The written word, it just stays there, and people read a tweet, mm-hmm. and they read it over and over again. They work themselves into a lather. And then they add on to it things that aren't even there. Right. And they come to these conclusions and it just gets, you know, worse and worse and worse. And then you have the the mob of bots. You've got you've got the the Russian bots, the North Korean bots. It's uh it's a porn bot here. Too. The bot it, the porn bots yeah. are good. You got the algorithms, the blue, you know, the blue check mark uh, wokesters, uh, it's it's just Ah! Well, so I, I, I go on. There are things I think about sending guests on that I say, well, I'll, I, I check myself. I hit the pause button. You send them it's to me. like, <laughs> what's that? You send them to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that is true. I will, you know, it's, it's like that thing with Abraham Lincoln. I've used this on monologues before, but I learned this when I was a kid. Abraham Lincoln would, when he wanted to tell someone, you know, the story about the unsent letter yes. with Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it was a great story, but if you haven't heard it, maybe you're you know, one of the few people that haven't, but he would compose what he called a hot letter and he would put in all of the rage, all of the anger. He would destroy Abraham Lincoln, whoever he was upset with. He would then, he would then put the letter aside, right? He put the letter aside into a drawer and he, until he calmed down, and uh, then he would write, uh, you know, never sent, never signed. And that's how he would do it. And that's kind of what I do. Like, I, I see some stuff like, oh, you know, I, I support the police. I think, you know, it's ridiculous what's going on. The war on police here. It's obs- obscene what some of these uh, these wokesters are doing. And it just seems so stupid to me. But I, I don't, you know, I don't really do a lot of that stuff on Twitter. I'll just send it to you, my thoughts on the uh, stupidity of the world. So, But I, I, I will... I will reflect back to 2019 and 2018 because there was some good fodder. You would take shots at either Deshaun Watson or Kyler Murray. Yeah. You'd get the local beat reporters that would then <laughs> Yes, you. yes. That was really good, and that was always fun. Well, we had several of those, and now I don't think you could even do that because you immediately question someone. If they happen you know, to be black, they'll say, oh, you're racist. You know, you can't, you can't do that. I don't think that's allowed anymore. But, yeah, we, we got it. But the funny thing, we, we had with Geno Smith was one of the first ones when he was at West Virginia oh, yeah. before he was drafted by the Jets. Yeah. But this was anyways at West Virginia. He got all upset with me. So I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to be a good player in the NFL. Well, he's a backup. I guess that's okay. He's made money. Yeah. He's in the pension. Uh, we had the Deshaun Watson thing. Yeah, and, and the cool thing, the same cadence, the same rat-a-tat-tat happens where you get into this beef 
with some athlete, and then the local knight in shining armor, the local <laughs> hack columnist, runs to defend. And all the fanboys, all the fanboys, like cockroaches, come out running around, seeing the light of day, trying to figure out and how to attack. So, Those good times. good. And, yeah. But I, I will have to acknowledge, for those that haven't watched it yet and, and might watch it on, on replay on YouTube, successfully in week one and marginal in week two, you are officially 2-0 and backing Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. So I appreciate that. I applaud that. And, uh, yeah, that's one guy you'll not be able to defecate on here in 2020, even though you would love to do so. Well, again, listen, I think uh, Kyler has been so effective. I really think this MVP conversation is warranted because many times the 25th-ranked quarterback in football has won the MVP. Uh, certainly has happened. I mean, my God, he's done so well here with the the numbers he's put up. What's not to like about little Kyler? Oh. Come on, 25th ranked quarterback. There's, you know, there's only like 20, you know, what, how are they, 25 quarterbacks? Oh, there's 32 quarterbacks. Well, I don't know. In, in 2020, there might be 64. <laughs> by the time by the time they get done? Yeah. yeah, I mean, everyone dropping like flies in the National Football League. You never can tell. But They should make Kyler Murray a scat back is what they should make him. How about that? What, are you a good scat back? Because he's a better runner than he is a throw. You're you agree disgusting. with me on that, right? You're an absolute disgusting. No, I mean, you're. I, am I wrong? Yeah, you're I mean, he's wrong. Well, I don't think I am. Uh, Kyler Murray, how about yards per pass attempt? He's 25th in that also. I, I think he's averaging he's averaging the same number of yards per pass attempt as Baker Mayfield and Ryan Fitzpatrick is and Mitch Trubisky are averaging more. That's so I'm sure that Kyler Murray should be the MVP based on his throwing ability. I, I, I would push him ahead of that conversation over Drew Brees. Because you like him and you like little people and you feel guilty or whatever because you were you were mean to to midgets back in the day. I don't know what's what going do I on. Why oppress shirt people or something? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what your Michigas is over there. I don't know. I am I just uh, You like the Oompa Loompa, you like his alligator arms and all that. You find them sexy. Uh, good for you. You were a fan of Mighty Mouse. He was your favorite superhero when you were a kid. I applaud dual sport athletes. I applaud guys that are winners and I applaud guys that actually perform and meet the expectation. Yes. He is meeting expectations. He is 25th in the NFL as a quarterback. So he is meeting he's expectations. I thought he would be uh, average. He's been average. He's been 2 As a quarterback throwing the ball, he's been average. That's no, fine. He's knee high to a grasshopper, <laughs> and uh, he has been there. Oh boy! Want to keep going? Yeah, you can. Wait until week number three comes around, and then uh, we'll talk about that next week. But until then, yes. What's, what's on the menu today? All right. On today's podcast, we have under attack, a call to arms, civic duty, and pop quiz. So that's what we have today on the podcast. Do you want to start with under attack? Let's start with under attack. We can. Since the Babylon Bee is no more, I have to retire that. That's just... Yeah, um, Gagon's very upset because the Babylon Bee has become mainstream. Well, it's not just that, but you have <laughs> listeners and followers of yours that will that will tag us in articles of Babylon Bee. You know, it yeah. loses its novelty. It, it well, was- they have some great stuff. I mean, they had... The other day, they had state with no electricity orders everyone to drive cars that run on electricity. <laughs> Welcome it's 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 unbelievable the uh, the stupidity of Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, who stands in front of fires and talks about global warming when most of these fires have been started by arson or electrical equipment that malfunctioned, and he's convinced that it's all because of global warming. Well, it's just fascinating, and in states that have more forest land, like Texas, Texas, right? Yeah. Apparently, global warming stops at the Texas border. It's uh. 
It's just fascinating, the idiocy of uh, Gavin Newsom. It's uh, it's one. But the Babylon Bee also had this study finds that most Americans trust Dr. Pepper over Dr. Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It, 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 took me, uh, it took me three months, but you have finally come over to the, to the yellow and black. No, it's funny. Babylon Bee. It is good. And, uh, and they've, they've, see, I like the satire. You don't think of, I'm normally not a satire guy, but I love Sports Talk Barry. We've had him on. We should have him on again. Sports Talk Barry does a lot of satire sports wise. Babylon Bee. And every once in a while, they put a sports story out there and they uh, my favorite part is when the the people that are supposed to be the smartest in society the academia crowd and they start sending out babylon b stories as as it being true well here's the thing i do you see the one with the uh the ruth bader ginzer uh ginsburg story with the um what was it the nba players yes oh my god that was unbelievable there were people retweeting that as oh this is great this is why i love and respect lebron oh my god well the best part about this is it's actually bled over to linkedin which is a professional based website for people to network and market and people are actually posting those articles now on linkedin as gospel like as the truth (laughs) It's so <laughs> on that. It's great. Oh, well, nobody has critical thinking. No one you know, looks and in, in actually says, wait a minute, what is this? Is this real or fake? No, it's, oh, it's on there. It must be real. It looks real. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, it's hilarious. It's love, good. Love I love those the, stories. Uh, the Onion's great. It's, it's always been a, a favorite of mine. And uh, yeah, the bee going way too. So. The Babylon Bee. Yeah. They're in L.A., aren't they? They headquartered in L.A., I think. I don't Is know. That they right? might be moving to Nashville along with. Like everyone else is moving. <laughs> to, when are we moving to Nashville? We can... I mean, you gotta, I'm telling you, you got to be in Florida, man. That's that's where you and the missus are going hey, after your, your. I'm down, man. I, I, I grew up in California. All my friends. We used to be in California. I got friends elsewhere now. <laughs> I'm ready to leave. I, I don't like it. I don't like the taxes. I don't like the. The politics. I don't like the uh, the bull crap that's gone on in Cal. I'd love to leave, but my you know I can't leave right now. Maybe in a few years I'll be able to go somewhere else. Yeah, you could do that. You got family that's split all over the country too. Yes, so. I got family in every time zone except the the mountain. Actually, no, I have cousins in the mountain time zone, so I have every time zone. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. See, there you go. And don't forget. So when you when you leave California, you may you must make sure to check in your your gas powered vehicle at the border. Um, <laughs> yes. For yes. Kind of rebate. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, let's get to this under attack. Now this was going to be in the mailbag, but this is such an important message that I have decided to pump it up, bump it up, bump it up to our Saturday podcast. And we call it under attack. This is a, an email message that I got from will in Illinois. Now, will who's in Western Illinois, I believe, or W, I guess he wants to be known as W. Will, I guess. I don't know where he's in Illinois, but he wants to be known as W, W Illinois or whatever. Right, whatever. So he sent an email to the inbox, and anybody can send an email. It's realfifthhour at gmail.com, realfifthhour at gmail.com. If you want something private, not out there on social media. So here's what the email uh, started with, and this is very important in a moment. The second part of this is for the Brigadier Generals. The Brigadier Generals of the Malheur Militia that have taken the oath that are defending the honor of the show. He says, first off, I am your biggest fan. Unless I'm not, he says. I weighed 521 pounds at the doctor's office last week. Good for you. And I can provide documentation if necessary. Well, Will, I will need documentation. He says, I would like to be honored with the title, if at all possible, the biggest fan. So here's what I'm going to do, Will. 
I don't know anyone who listens to the show regularly who weighs more than 521 pounds. So until someone can prove to me that they are bigger than 521 pounds, Will in Illinois is the biggest fan in the Maller Militia. Congratulations, Will. That is a special title. Not everyone can have that title. You got to eat a lot of food. And mom, man, I, I would estimate back at my biggest, I was I was likely around 500 pounds. No way. Yes. Five yes. pounds? Yeah. I, I, I would think at least 450. I don't know if I got all the way up to five, but it was I was in that ballpark at my fattest. And what are you, so, are you six foot five, six, six? Yeah, six five, six six. Depending if I stand up straight, I have a bad posture. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So fucking five bills, man. Yeah. And now what do you? You're like two sixty. Uh, yeah, I'm in that in that range, but I'm going down, going down more, Gascon. I don't want to get too far down though, because I think I'll look really terrible. Because when I lost a lot of weight before, I looked like Skeletor. <laughs> it was terrible. All right, now the the key part of this email from my man Will, the biggest fan in the Mallard Militia. He says, secondly, I asked Bob Page a simple question about working with you, and I attached his bullshit response. I have not taken the oath in order to officially become a member of the Maller Militia, but I still want to defend your honor, Will says. I am asking you, our fearless leader, whether I should let his response die on the vine or should I unload with both barrels? Now, Gascon, you might not know this, but I worked with Bob Page in the early days of Fox Sports Radio. Bob was one of the original hosts at Fox Sports Radio. He had had a successful career at MSG in New York. Mm. He replaced Howard Cosell on his radio show, and he had also been a successful sportscaster in Detroit. So I went in and did the the show uh, with with Bob. He He had done a show for a couple of months. Show was not good. They then brought him back and partnered me with Bob, and so we did the show. Now, I lost track of Bob. We only worked together for a few months, uh, and it, it didn't go that well, and we went our separate ways. The show was not very good. And so here is the uh, correspondence between Will, the biggest fan of the show, and uh, my former colleague Bob Page from Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Will wrote in on Twitter. He said, Mr. Page... Did you ever work with Ben Maller? Question mark. Simple enough. Bob Page on Twitter responds, Yes, I did! Exclamation point. At Fox Sports Radio in L.A. They had hired me to be the afternoon drive time host on the network. Then he says, The whole experience, is a quote, The whole experience was a total nightmare from the two idiots running it on down. Oh, shit. Mailer was part of that nightmare. Close quote. Well, listen, you play the game. I didn't start this night, Gascon. I didn't start. I think we should release the hounds, though. I yeah. didn't start this, did I? No. I didn't I didn't mention Bob Page's name in a negative light at all. No. He he mentioned my name, and he misspelled my name. He said M-A-I-L-E-R. Yeah. Like I'm a mailman or something like that. I'm going to the post office. I, this, so, I, first of all, hold on a second. Now, Will, I would like to thank you, Will, my biggest fan, for doing this. And good job by you. That's number one. Uh, you, even though you have not officially taken the oath, you are honoring the tenets of the oath. And you don't have to take the oath on the air. It's it's cooler if you do. But when you take the oath, and you, as a brigadier general, if you are whether you're a sergeant in arms or a brigadier general, you have to obey the orders to peacefully fight back against hostile attacks from rival sports gas bags and blowhards. And 
Gascon, this rises to the high the high crimes misdemeanors category. This is one of those attacks. This is a hostile attack. Yeah, which is fascinating because what I had mentioned earlier about you taking shots at other media personalities, this was a prelude to that. I would, if I'm Will, I would not acquiesce. I would definitely return fire in kind, of course. Well, of course, you got to be nice. Now, uh, I would like the Maller militia to inform Bob, what a nightmare is really like, and just tell them what they think their nightmares are like in real life. You don't have to be mean, of course. You should be. You should not be mean. You should be very nice to Bob. Here is Bob Page's Twitter account where he attacked me the other day. All right, it's Bob Page Sports. Very simple, Bob P A G E Sports. So say hi to Bob. Say hey, the Maller Militia. We're listening, Bob. Let him know. Wish him a good day. You know what to do, okay? There you go. Under attack, guess God. Minding my own business. Minding my own business and savagely attacked, blindsided. Blindsided. Would you ever consider or have you ever considered um, opening up a show or an hour doing a monologue and taking a blowtorch to a media personality that is... uh, Wrong me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've done that in the past. Who? Uh, well, well, things... Well, listen, I, I don't know if we need to get into it here, oh, come but... come <laughs> This is the perfect place for no, that. No, I've done it several times, but now I can't, I can't really get away with it when the sports are going on, though. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, the last time I did... It's not... It wasn't a... Well, I was kind of a media person. I did entire hours dedicated to attacking William Shatner. Spats with Shats. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, we went at it. And, you know, he was, that was hilarious. That was some of the most fun we've had on radio. When when William Shatner, pop culture icon, was so flustered by the Maller militia, he was trying to block everyone, and he started accidentally following the overnight security guard at the gas station, <laughs> the guy making the donuts in Sheboygan. Yeah. It was hilarious. Oh, my God, it was so funny. I'm getting these, ESPN, I'm getting these, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried to get me fired at ESPN. Yeah, he sent ESPN management. ESPN responded, well, he doesn't actually work at ESPN. Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry, William. Yeah. It's, uh, or Bill. They call him Bill, right? Bill Shatner. Yeah. All right, now civic duty guest guy. So I was wandering around my neighborhood. The air has improved here. The smoke the smoke is not uh, as as much around as it had been. So I was wandering around the neighborhood. And while I was walking, minding my own business. Now, when I walk, I have a whole getup. I got a whole getup. I got a big hat to protect my head from the sun. I got a scarf so people think I have a mask when I don't usually put the, the mask over. I'm out walking, a but scarf? I have it. Well, not a, not a scarf. It's a bandana. Bandana. Oh, okay. So I have a bandana, but I, I don't, you know, I have it on just so the uh, the wokesters don't get upset when I walk by. Yeah. But I, I'm, no one's around. No one's out walking when I'm walking during the day. It's hot. Around 100 degrees. So I'm walking down the street. This is back on Wednesday. And this car pulls over and flagging me down, right? This nice older couple starts flagging me down. They're in their, I would say, late 70s, early 80s, man, woman. The man says, hey, we're lost. Do you know where the Social Security office is? Now, keep in mind, when I'm walking Gascon, I got my earbuds in. I'm listening to, whether I'm listening to music or a talk show or whatever I'm listening to. I don't want to be bothered. But this, this you know, these seem like some really nice people. They're old, old people. I always, you know, look out for your elders, right? Respect your elders. Yeah. That's how I was raised. So 
you know, they, they thought they were right near the Social Security office. So I informed them that I have no fucking clue where this thing is. I don't know. I don't, I'm not on Social Security yet. Someday I probably will be, but I'm, I don't know where it is. I wish I could help. So they start driving away, and then I had an epiphany. And I, then I flagged them down, guess God. So now, now we've both flagged each other down. They flagged me down. Now I've flagged them down. So the guy comes back. And, and then, so I engage again. I said, I have all the answers. I'm thinking in my head, I had this epiphany. I had all the answers they needed on my phone. So, so I clicked on the Waze traffic app on my phone and I typed in social security office, you know, near me, boom, 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 boom. Right away. I had the directions, in the palm of my hand. So I then informed the couple, I said, you go down a mile and a half, you turn right, you go up another mile and a half, two miles. You then turn right again. You go down a couple of blocks and it's on, it's on this street and you'll be home clean. Technology is a hell of a drug. That was my civic duty, Gascon. That was I was flattered actually to get flagged down. You know why I was happy to be flagged down? Self-worth. No. Because when I was a big fatty back in the day, nobody would ask me anything because I was intimidating. And I, I'm less intimidating, and I think I believe in my head anyway, with my neurosis, that I'm more approachable now. Could so be. people are people are willing now to ask me because this this happens quite a bit. I've I've been asked three four times since I started walking just this year directions, which is always amazing to me because all of these apps on the phones. I understand an older couple they're not going to have a smartphone and know what apps and all that stuff are, but I've had people that are younger that have no concept of these maps that tell you exactly where to go door to door service. Yeah. But it, it does help that uh, you're losing weight, and I think this kind of goes by what the conversation nationally has been over the last week, week and a half, is, you know, people that uh more attractive, more approachable, they have more <laughs> conversation. So, yeah. Now, how is this? Hold on a second. Explain this. I'm not that bright, guess, guys. Explain this to me like I'm a, a trial. No. Explain it to me like I'm five years old. How is that? a revelation and how are people offended by that like why are people oh that's not right you can't say that how dare you it has always been that way in society taller people good-looking people good-looking women have more doors open to them than the ugly woman well because that's always been the way it is Well, and the reason for that is because you for for the most part you can't control the way you look you can control the way you act and yes. and, and how you are perceived, but you can't control, you know, the way that you look. Unless, of course, it is has to do with some physical alterations, like losing weight, gaining weight, losing muscle, building muscle, plastic or, surgery, or plastic yeah, surgery. Yeah, yes, yeah, the, yeah. the no, it's true. But like, why is that a bad thing? It's not a bad thing. That's well, because uh, it goes back to the content of an individual's character as opposed to everything else that's exterior. Yeah, but humans are visual creatures right isn't that part right when you when you meet someone you are judging them right away based on their appearance before they even say a word to you. Of, of course and that's why we're so enamored with people that are eloquent when they speak is because we get lost in their presentation as opposed to the substance of their words 
But this goes back to not judging a book by its covers. So if you can't dig deep into an individual, then, yeah, people get offended yeah. at that. because and, and everyone should strive for that, but it's not reality. It's, it's not, not reality-based. You can be in denial about that. But but when you point this out logically and you take the time to actually say it, then people understand. But when you throw it out there in social media or on television, people are always like quick to react and get offended and and jump to the conclusions like you're sexist or you're, you know, one thing or another. So you're shallow because you only uh, talk and approach people that are attractive and, and whatnot. So that's how Come it on, is. Jessica. Every day is a fashion show and the world is your runway. I read that on a bumper sticker one You time. never fucking leave the house. I don't know how well, you could even say no, that. No, but I have off. a camera in here and I have to uh, do these videos for the company. Yes. Yeah. But you look more presentable now when we do Benny versus the Penny than ever. Well, you're perfect, though. You love narcissism and vanity. So you uh, you have both. You've got both things going for you. We're playing to the crowd. We're here in L.A., City of Angels. Uh, I hate that. That's another reason to leave L.A. (laughs) Bull crap, that attitude. it's It's the entertainment capital of the United States. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I think so. It's certainly not New York right now. Not Vegas right now either. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's good. So people could take shots at, at Bob Page. and Well, let's be polite. Just let Bob know I heard what he said. Just let Bob know that the Malamlish is aware of what he said. And we have our own nightmares. And uh, yeah, Bob, Bob, I remember Bob. He he's uh, old school. He didn't want to repeat anything he said at the beginning. He thought the. It was a binary experience when you you listen from pillar to post, yes, from soup to nuts when you did a radio show. And I real resetting. Yes, we would try to explain to Bob, but you know the listeners tune in. We're lucky if we get five minutes out of him, and he just he just did not believe in that. He also did not like taking calls from cell phones, <laughs> which you know, imagine a little difficult. He he loved the landline. He yeah. loved the landline, as I recall. So you have Bob Page on line one, and you have an elderly couple on line two. Now, do you think that the elderly couple had a Thomas guide in their vehicle? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I fondly remember when I was a kid, and we would, I'd be very excited. With, I went with my mom to the AAA uh, building to get maps. Yeah, We'd go on road trips to the Grand Canyon, or we'd go to Reno, or somewhere, you know, some faraway place in the West, and we'd get to go. i get to go with mom. And I, the cool thing is, I would ask for, like, maps of places I was just curious about. I'd ask, I can I get a map, map of Boston or New York, just so I could check it out as yeah. a kid? You know, they, the eyes of a child. You're like, oh, I'm going to put myself in that place. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, and th- those are those are great resources to have, especially in today's world. If a cell phone dies, your satellite's down. If you have you know Verizon, T-Mobile, AT and T, whatever it is, those are those are useful tools, yeah. man. So I, I I applaud you for at least uh, you know, no, it's true coming yeah. back to those people. That's what happens when you're an introvert is you you don't have the the direct engagement. You have to recall something after they drive a mile down. And you have to waddle your way towards them, but you did that. When's the last time you used a map? Last time I used a map. Actually, the last time I used the map was when I was in Boston last year. I was jumping on the T and yeah. going from, from downtown Boston to the outskirts. Does that count? No. Nah. <laughs> going from one nah. T to another? No, 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 not really. <laughs> How about well, you? Spent, How about every you? time I've been to Boston, though, that uh, the, the Big Dig, man, it's crazy. They, they've mastered how to hide traffic in Boston. <laughs> yeah. 
I give them credit because like in L.A., they have shots from the helicopter of the traffic, you know, and it's brutal. And you see the cars, all the red lights on one side, all the white lights on the other. Yeah. In Boston, they just put everything underground so you can't see. It doesn't look like there's a lot of traffic. There is. There's yeah. tons of it. Can't see it because it's all under the under the ground, but it's there. And the traffic yeah. is fully back now in Los Angeles. It took me, I mean, last week after we did our show, it took me an hour hour and 15 minutes to drive back home it is it's straight gridlock now and we're not even close to december yet for christmas season so it'll be no good see people are out living their lives but those people that own restaurants god forbid you can go to target you can go to uh, walmart costco but don't go out and sit at a restaurant inside the restaurant because I, you i think it was in the new york post they said in august the month of august the majority of restaurants and i think some hotels in manhattan did not pay their rent. Oh, is that right? Awful. Yeah. Awful, awful, awful. Well, how how are you supposed to pay your rent if you don't have any money coming in? No, I know. And, and you're not a lot. It's not like you're. It's your choice. It's the the overlord's choice. You know, it's like it's crazy. Yeah, it is. But at least, I mean, there's certain services with DoorDash and some of the other ones. I think it's like Grubhub that could provide some kind of catering to individuals. We have that here in, in L.A., but. I don't know if you you get it in Arizona, but it's fine. In Arizona, well, you're closer yeah. to Arizona than I am. I'm closer to Nevada. You are. I feel like my new NFL team should be the Las Vegas Raiders because I'm so close to Vegas. I can go. I'm, I, I'm actually closer to Vegas than I am Inglewood. You seriously? In, in after if it was like three four o'clock in the afternoon, afternoon drive, or morning drive, morning rush, I could get. To Vegas quicker than I could get to Inglewood. That's depressing. Hand to God, I'm not. I'm not lying, Gascon. I am not lying. It's depressing. SoFi looks nice, and so is Allegiant Stadium. Those. those. Yeah, I have not gone to any sporting events, even though I have access. Being a media elite, I could go to these games, but I have not gone this year to any of these games with no fans. And I don't think I'm going to go. I my, I like the fan. I'm a man of the people. I yeah. like the fan. But if you go to a a sporting event. Would you go on social media to call out the police and say you don't want an escort? <laughs> Only if I worked at ESPN, probably I would do that. But uh, other than that, no. I just yeah. Want, I just want to clarify. Well, you get listen, Gascon. If you want to get woke points on social media, you have to attack the police. That's what you have to do. Yes. Does this? It's in vogue right now. Speaking of fashion, it's in vogue. Does this stop on November fourth? Well, it's the way I look at this. It's not going to go on forever i remember uh was it a year ago everyone was it was the me too movement was the big thing and we yeah. gotta get all these these creepy guys out and defend the honor of our women that's done no one's talking about that anymore now they've moved on to the war on cops and everything's racist and that how about colin kaepernick did you see what he said the other day oh no, my what God. happened now you didn't see the kaepernick what are you what's wrong with you guest gun how dare you you're all over these type of stories maybe refresh my memory i'm about to send it to you no i don't think you sent this you were driving i think from from parts unknown uh yeah kaepernick uh said the white supremacist institution of policing that stole brianna taylor's life from us must be abolished for the safety and well-being of our people oh. uh they had hashtag abolish the police Interesting. as well on there I can't believe no one's hired him in the NFL. Seems odd. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to play in the NFL as him anyway. You get a nice fat check from Nike, and yeah. you're not taking the physical abuse. 
I got to tell you, I think Kaepernick's very, very wise here. Uh, the uh, abolishing of the police, that would help everyone, right? Certainly criminals would benefit from that, yes? I don't know if it would help Alyssa Milano. Uh, she needed the police over the weekend. Uh, there was a teenager that was shooting his BB gun. I know, yes. Mr. Uh, Mrs. Uh, get rid of the cops, Alyssa Milano. Oops-a-daisy. Oops-a-daisy. She should have called. You know what she should have done, guess, gun, is called a counselor, right? A uh what, what do they want to replace the police with? What is it? You know, the crisis trying? counselor. Crisis counselor. Yes. Yeah, that would have worked out well. But now that I've... I think we should get rid of doctors. You know, the one of the top three causes of death in America is medical... Malpractice. Error. Yeah, medical yeah. error. So we should get rid of doctors. Doctors are killing people. Say their names! Say their names! Abolish the doctors! But I, I have... Now that I've been in, entwined with a lot of this, the, the crisis counselors that are, are dealing with with issues now it's it's reached some astronomical figures with domestic violence drug usage human trafficking suicides disasters you know for fires earthquakes tornadoes i mean there's a lot of strain on these people it is a i mean i've never dealt with it in my lifetime you're a few years older but like i hear stories from people that have lived through the 60s and 70s but those are over a course of several years. This is in one year. Like, that's a lot of stress yeah. put on a nation. It is. It's pretty wild. Well, Lee Klein, who we've had on the podcast, we should get Lee on again sometime. And Lee you know, lived through the 60s and was all part of that and all that and has vivid memories of he was, went to school in Jacksonville and being in the South and all that. And even he is, like, blown away. What's been going on these days? And we'll text each other every once in a while. I'll be like, oh, my goodness. The Prince of Darkness, Lee Klein. Even when the Prince of Darkness, Lee Klein, is like, oh, my God, I can't believe what's going on right now. You got something. We need to have him back on just for the fact that he can let it rip some more. He he has great stories about being on. He had the FBI call his his talk show. (laughs) Yes, because of something he said on the radio, the FBI contacted him. Yeah, that's pretty good. I Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a polarizing time. It's unfortunate, and uh, but hey, at least we got sports, right? We got <laughs> yes, yes, with no politics in our sports, which is good. <laughs> it's good. But do, it's, people, uh, do, are, do people get political on your show more or less nowadays with actual live events, or is it pretty much the same? You know, I, I try to stick to the sports as much as I can. I try to, because that's what I'm in it for. You know, I don't turn the games on anymore before the games. I turn them off when they end, when they do all the uh, virtue signaling and all that stuff. I just, I'm done. I'm out. I'm not there for that. So I just tune it out. So I try as much as I can to talk about sports. Now, I think the show would be better if I did these third rail stories. I, I've tried to avoid them. I, every once in a while, I'll get suckered into one. And, and what all. do you mean suckered into one? Well, it's so juicy, I can't pass it up. Yeah. But then I get ripped. And I, you know, it's, it's like whatever you do, you, you you can't satisfy the people because the other day there were a couple of really third rail stories that were out there, and I was like, I don't really feel like doing that. And so I, you know, I found some football stories. I did a monologue about Adam Gase and the Jets. People were busting my balls saying I should have been talking about the other stuff. I'm like, well, that's a, I thought it was a decent football monologue. I'd give it like a C. It's a passing grade. Jets are a pretty good story for how bad they are, and they're not going to get good anytime soon. Yeah, I've always been attracted like a moth to a flame. The the wonderful world of terrible teams in any sport. Yeah, in any sport. But this whole like this this thing is is great when these athletes are like, we need informed voters. 
which is really vote for who I tell you to vote for. It's just it's just outstanding. Well, I think this goes back to a conversation we had a few weeks ago about it doesn't just mean at the national level it means at the local level well that's where a lot of the stuff day to day actually you're right people are dumb they think it's only about you know if you vote trump out these people are like oh that world's gonna be better yeah uh, eh, spoiler alert uh you know it's your local politicians it's your local lawmakers yeah, that because are you, get the, that are you get the local politicians and then you get the bureaucrats that they bring in <laughs> it makes it even worse so it doesn't matter what city state well, it's like that old catchphrase, you know, the political catchphrase, all politics are local. Yeah. It's commonly used, right? But it's, uh, wasn't that Tip O'Neill uh, who came up with that back in the day, I think? I don't know. It was, either way, yeah. it's... It doesn't matter who came up with it, but... Yeah. yeah. It's... True. It's, it's, it's true. It's, uh, you know, people are worried about national politics. People talk about national politics, but... Day-to-day life will be more impacted about your local, by your local city council and all the bullcrap rules that they put in to affect your life. That kind of stuff. Yeah, it's unfortunate. All right, we got to – you're very long-winded. We have to get to pop quiz. You want to do some pop quiz here? Let's do some pop quiz. Sure. Rapid fire. Rapid fire, Gascon. Do you understand what rapid fire means? In L.A., yes. Wow. Look at that. All right, so uh, we'll do the uh, the rhythmic uh, clickety-clack, that kind of thing. All right, fair enough. All right, uh, these are actual quiz questions picked up around the Internet. A new report says people who have one of these in their home typically use it about eight times each month. That's it. What is it? In the home. Um, a coffee maker. Landline. Oh. Eight Landline. To- wait, eight times a month? That's it. Eight times a month. That seems is right. that a lot? I think that's twice low. a week. I don't think it's low. I think it's high. My my dad has a landline, and that's like the backup emergency phone. If he doesn't answer his cell phone, I call that. Yeah. Does he yeah, have a rotary phone in the house somewhere? Probably. That'd be nice. Probably. Yeah. Uh, President Lincoln politely rejected this gift of an animal. What kind of animal? Even though the king of Siam, I think that's how you say it, uh, said it would benefit American economically. Uh, uh, what animal gift did the president, President Lincoln, say, I do not want? I reject. Tusks? Uh, close. The elephant, which is where the idiom, the white elephant gift yeah. comes from. Mm-hmm. It's from President Lincoln, from him, because uh, an elephant, the cost of an elephant outweighs the benefit of the elephant, right? Feeding the elephant and all that stuff. Yeah. All right, 99% of people who fly will not do this. What is it? I'm the same way. I'm in the 99%. 99. Um, I'm going to say pray before they take off. No, it's more than 99% uh, will pray. I mean, it's not nice. Uh, the answer is choose a middle seat. Yeah, who in their right mind would choose a middle seat? I only on international flights have chosen middle seats. That's because if they're not occupied, then you can just lay out flat. That's the only reason I've done it. I've never gone international, so uh, I've had to sit in the middle seat because it was the only one left and I needed to catch the flight. Never have I chosen. Uh, to sit there. If you want to attract this particular kind of outdoor creature, you should wear your uh, smear yourself with garlic. What creature? 
Uh, a mosquito? No, even better than mosquito, leeches. Ooh. Leeches are attracted to garlic. Boy, when I die, I guess, Gun, the leeches are going to have, this is going to be the, the biggest buffet they could possibly have. You're going to have a, a, gonna be a dream come true. and a <laughs> yes. garlic bracelets. Come eat me leeches. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you believe this is the greatest? Um, hey, but, right, you're, six, but you're Jewish. Yeah. How are you? Are you getting cremated? What are you doing? Are you going? No, no. The, the Jews, we believe in being buried. Okay. Yeah. Buried at so sea be, or buried under six feet under? Well, my my career has been buried at sea with you, but I will be buried in some cemetery somewhere so no one can come and... Well, not right now, you, as I said the other day, you, you can't even go to cemeteries in California because King Newsom, I think it's global warming. He has to lock them up there, so he can't well, even mourn. We can, we can protest your death. How about that? There you go. Uh, 6% of people say they have tried this on a hamburger. 6%? Yeah, something associated with pizza. Um, a pizza sauce. Pepperoni. Oh, okay. Pepperoni. You ever had a pepperoni? No. Hamburger? No. I've never had the thought. Have you ever put egg on a hamburger? Uh, I have not. No. I have not. You? No, never. I've seen people eat it, and I just... You used to go to this place in Pasadena called Slater's? Yeah, Slater's. Was it Slater's 50-50? Yeah, I think there's a few of them. Yeah. And I liked it. A little pricey. They had some weird burgers with all kinds of weird crap on it. They also had this vampire dip with like garlic dip thing that was really good. Is are those the places where you can actually customize your own burger? Because I know the yeah, counter does yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's the same concept. Same, gotcha. same concept. Make your own. All right. Uh, nearly twenty percent of men say they can't get serious with a partner if she doesn't do this. <laughs> Your mind is wandering, Gascon. Yes. Um, if she doesn't uh, cut off her male friends. Um, no, read. Oh. What? So that means there's tw- almost 20% of men are nerds and they need a woman who reads. Uh, my wife reads a lot, but I, if she didn't read, it really wouldn't matter. <laughs> yeah, would she ever put that? I care. I've, I've never put that to thought. I, does that go on, along the lines of being educated, or is that something? Uh, yeah, I guess there would be. The perception is if you read a lot, you're educated. Yeah, that's the perception. Perception is reality. Nine percent of people say this is the oldest thing in their home. What is it? A a clock. Nope, a wedding dress. Oh, yeah, interesting. Um, Americans claim that their best way of dealing with stress is to blank. Americans, it's either shooting guns or <laughs> shooting guns or having sex. I'm going to say having uh, sex. No, nah, listen to music. Oh, shooting right. guns and having sex. That'll calm you down. <laughs> don't, you, don't you have to get worked up to have sex or you know, shoot a gun? No. Come. Forty-eight percent of women <laughs> wished they looked more graceful while doing this. Having sex. <laughs> <laughs> know what your mind's on, Gasca? Yeah. Uh, opening a bottle of wine. Everyone looks awkward opening up a bottle of wine, though, especially if the bottle is older and the cork is fucked up. Nah, nah. Boring. We've all been to that like old Italian restaurant with the old guy that comes out just smooth. Yeah. Right? Just smooth. He's done it every day of his life for the last 30 years, and he knows exactly how to put the thing in the cork and pull it out. He, perfect. All right. Well, what about when they uncork champagne bottles, though? That's a little bit more awkward. 
well, you know, when I win a championship and I pop the champagne, I know how to do it, Kiska. I've been sprayed with champagne. I have. A Dodger Stadium? Yeah, Dodger Stadium. Uh, where, uh, well, Miami when the Marlins won the World Series back in the <laughs> 90s. I got sprayed. It was in the Marlins locker room when they won the World Series. That was kind of cool. That's pretty good. Remember the late, great Darren Dalton, crying, covered in beer oh. and covered in champagne, crying, cuddling with the World Series trophy. Man. He was on the Marlins. He had been a Phillies legend. Dutch Dalton, they was, called him back, was back the, in the day. Uh, was it Levon Hernandez, a starter for them? Yes. Yes, Levon Hernandez was on that team. Edgar Kevin Renteria. Brown, Gary Sheffield. They had uh, Bobby the Bonilla. Charlie, uh, Charles Johnson. Johnson, yeah. Yeah, Charles Johnson. Damn. Craig Council, Edgar Renteria, as you mentioned. The 90s, 97 Marlins. They beat Cleveland that year, right? Game seven, World Series, one extra innings. Shit. Was standing outside the Indians locker room in the ninth inning. They had the plastic up to celebrate the Indians winning the World Series. Oh, and then the game ended up being tied. So they had, these guys had to run and, and rip all the plastic down. And then they had to wait for who, you know, they, they, they didn't have enough plastic for both locker rooms. So they had to wait. That's why. Uh, all right. A, in a new survey, people were asked, what makes a house a home? 39% of people said this um, a bed, a master bed. No, I thought they got rid of the term master bedroom because it's racist. Oh, fuck. A governor bedroom. <laughs> uh, no, it's bookshelves with your favorite books. Oh. Do you have a bookshelf? Uh, do we have a... That's a good question. I don't... No, my, my wife wants a, to buy a big bookshelf. What's, uh, what's above the couch? Uh, there's no bookshelf above the couch. There's not? Well. No. There's windows, and there's the other couch. There's like a photo. Oh, okay. Beautiful photo of me and the wife. <laughs> oh, you know? boy. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can lose weight while you sleep if you do this. We've had this before. You should know this. If you do this. While sleeping, you will lose weight. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't recall. If you, if you sleep naked. <laughs> Uh, no, if the bedroom is cold, you're going to burn calories as your body tries to stay warm and you will lose weight. That's good. So for our biggest fan in Illinois who led us to this Bob Page story, if you sleep while you're cold, you'll, well, you don't want to lose weight because at 521, you lose a few pounds. You'll no longer be the biggest <laughs> fan in the Mallard Militia. Oh, man. All right, couple more. Uh, surprisingly, only 11% of Americans have experienced this. What is it? Deja vu. Nope. Getting a speeding ticket. Ooh. It's been I'm a in while. That ele- I'm in that 11%. I've, I've gotten a speeding ticket. Yeah. I've. Yeah. It's been a while since I've gotten one. I think I'm Don't you get out of it because you've got connections, guess no, no. Have, Last no, time I got the- pulled over and got a speeding ticket, the CHP uh, wrote the ticket, then realized who I'm related to, shook my hand. He says, you know what? If you contest this ticket and the officer doesn't show up to court, then it gets thrown out. The fucking officer showed up when I contested oh, the ticket. Oh, man. Man, what a dick. That sucks. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So not only did I have to pay the fine, but then I, I could not qualify for traffic school, so I had a point against the record. No, that's kind of weak. weak. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, 29% of adult men, 29% say they have priced this in the past 12 months. Engagement ring? No. Liposuction. What? Yeah. You're on that list. You're a fatty. Fuck. You've probably done a lot. You've thought about the liposuction. You've clicked on Google. See what's on there. No. No, never. No. What the fuck? All right, last one. Last one. On, on average, one of these is touched... 25 times before someone buys it. This is good because we had the gas pump. Remember last week we had the gas pump. How many times that's touched and that was a ton. Yeah. Man. I'm going to say, I'm going to say a cell phone. Uh, No, a greeting card. You know, when you go to the store, you want to buy a card for an anniversary or something like that. And you're like, I don't know which card. Yeah, on average, 25 times that card has been touched before someone actually scoops it up and buys it. I, I can see that only for the envelope. Like, when I go in to buy something, I buy it, or I just pick it right away, but I have to search for an envelope because it never fits the one behind it. Oh, I'll take any envelope. I don't care. <laughs> I'll take a big envelope and make it, you know, small card, big envelope. <laughs> you can't do the opposite. You can't right. do big card, small card, you know, envelope anyway. Yeah. All right. That'll put the, we'll put the baby to bed. Remember, Benny versus the Penny on YouTube. You can watch the rebroadcast of that. Obviously, it's, it's available on demand, whatever you want to watch it. NFL picks against the spread. Every single game handicapped. Marginal handicapping advice on the NFL, so we hope you will enjoy that. And click that like button on the YouTube video, and also click the like button on this. That, that stuff helps us out. It seems ridiculous that it would matter, but it does. So have a great day. We'll catch you next time. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. 
This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.